Baines Plus One. You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. I'm just outside the studio now and I had the brilliant Sean Walsh. Each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like a hairdresser delving into a mass of hair. This week I had the brilliant Sean Walsh, comedian. You will have seen him on Live at the Apollo and loads of quiz shows. We chatted about hair and comedy that's him laughing in the background and the Edinburgh Fringe so have a listen and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tweet me at Samantha Baines B-A-I-N-E-S enjoy it's time for Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines the brilliant Sean Walsh is here lover lover man (laughs) hello there he is your voice is different to before the show was on I smile so it's warmer (laughs) alright oh so I sound appealing it's huskier is it? Yeah, before it was really jolly and bouncy. And like, <laughs> oh, like, hey. I think it's not that sort of radio show, sure. No. Okay. <laughs> well, you played Mr. Love and Love about it. Is I know it. Well, that was for you as a tribute. Thank you. <laughs> Shall I try and be bouncier? Is yeah. that better? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. What have you been up to this week? I've come back from Mauritius. Oh. Yes. Went to a friend's wedding in Mauritius. Oh, I thought you were going to say you did some sort of cruise ship gig. No. Oh, no, no, I don't do them. Do you do them? No, I've no. never done that. No. Um, Apparently they pay really well, though. Yes. And well, you go on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're at a wedding in Mauritius. But it's uh, the cruise gigs are awkward because if you die, you have to spend the rest of the time with the people that have seen you die. So they come and see you, and then you oh, have a die bad on gig, stage. I thought and then you just you're on meant, a boat. like, over the, like, Titanic. No, that's no. just death. That's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they see you around like in yeah. your swimming trunks and they're like, mm. Exactly. And you weren't that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then maybe you could make friends with them during pool time and get them to come again and then they'd laugh more. At the same joke. Uh, yeah, I feel like you <laughs> could win it back. Yeah. Um, how was Mauritius? Really nice. I went with 30 people. Wow. Like, that I didn't really know. So we just knew the bride and groom. And uh, I was a bit anxious, like, oh, God, there's loads of people I'm not good with. Well, especially people. going on holiday with them, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's it, not just like going to a wedding for an afternoon with no one you know. Exactly. But it was brilliant. Like, I, I want to do it more. I want to <laughs> go abroad with 30 people that I don't know all the time. It's the way to do it. Well, there's like 18 to 30 holidays where you can do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm well up for it. Okay, great. It turns out I like people. What did you like about it, hanging out with strangers? Just... Genuinely, uh, oh, generally, not genuinely. Generally, just people are not. I didn't. Re- I hang around with comedians, so everyone's <laughs> depressed and moody. Oh, or all my friends are. You hang around with the wrong comedians. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all of them. I'm lovely and bouncy, like my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but everyone's people are quite happy, aren't they? <laughs> well, they nice are in be. Mauritius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose that's very true. And so, how did the wedding? Was it like a beach one? It was a, a was it, um, resort thing. All in, no, not all, all in inclu- one. All inclusive. In- yeah, all inclusive. <laughs> yes. Did all you have a one. band? You have one of those coloured bands. No, on I your didn't wrist. have to have a band or a oh. stamp. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's great. But did they get married on the beach yes. or like on a pier or something beautiful? It was very. It was on the beach, and it was there was a cloud over the sun, right? Oh. It was a bit of a shame because it was a clear sky, but it was just this little cloud over the sun. And when um, my friend said, I do, the cloud moved. No way. After the sun and the sun shone on their faces. Was it? it was really beautiful. Was it? That's genuinely true. Did people cry? Lots of tears, obviously. It's like they were seeing the light of marriage. The light of love. Wedded life. <laughs> yeah. That that is beautiful, Sean. Which I didn't it expect. Nice. I know this to I'm, happen. At the I'm, yeah, show. I know. I'm very romantic. <laughs> you are. Well, um, on the theme, we've got dreams by Gabrielle. Brilliant. She's romantic. I remember that. Do you remember one eye? Dreams. <laughs> She's got one eye. Yeah. Also, yeah. 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 That's... And she makes great music. Well, she just did that in the E17 one, where she was on the back of a train. I don't remember that one. You don't remember the, the E17 at the back of the train? No. You're just repeating the same thing. I don't remember. Anyone, it. No. anyone else? No. no. I, I, you might have made that up. No. We'll Google. Let's Google it. Okay. Let's listen to dreams yeah. and we'll Google it and see what happened. I'm here with Sean Walsh. We'll be back. Baines plus one. Yes, it is me, Samantha Baines, with the lovely Sean Walsh. 
Just a lover, lover. <laughs> Educating me about Gabrielle. Yeah. There was a song with Gabrielle and he's 17. I'm sorry. You yeah, everyone knows correct. that. Okay. You're, you're informing them of things they already know. It's called If You Ever. Just if in case you, you want to. Ever, ever fall in love. Oh, yeah. yeah. You must be sure that the. Yes. You got lady it. Lady is. On the, on the back of a train. Yeah, on the back of a train. Excellent. So that's your little pop tip from Shotmosh for today. Now, it's time for the quickfire round. Yeah, right, I'm ready. Have you ever been in a quickfire situation previously? No. (laughs) Never, ever? No. Another song? No. All saints. Okay, it's time for your quickfire round, Shotmosh. City or countryside? Countryside. Tea or coffee? Tea. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Why fronts or boxers? Boxers. Car or train? Train. Are you just saying the second thing that I say every time? No, not at all. I'm taking this very seriously. (laughs) Okay, good. Oxford or Cambridge? Oh, oh, hang on. Uh, Oxford. (laughs) Marvel or DC? DC. Ketchup, would you put it in the cupboard or the fridge? Great question. Fridge. Adventurous or cautious? What? What? Are you adventurous or cautious? I don't know what you said. Um, (laughs) Um, Adventurous or cautious? Depends whether I've... uh, Cautious. Okay. Batman or Superman? Batman. Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Short hair or long hair? Uh, I have long hair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Beard or non-beard? Beard. Comedy or acting? Acting. Comedy quiz or comedy panel? Uh, what? Is that the same thing? Well, comedy quiz is the same thing, isn't like it? Like a quiz show or a panel show which doesn't have a quiz format. I, I would like them to both burn in hell. <laughs> Batgirl or Wonder Woman? Batgirl. You pass. Just. I wanted that to go on forever. That was the most... You were particularly good at that. for you. Yeah, okay. Is it the same questions for every guest? Yeah. Well, no, slightly different. Slightly different. Let's do it for you. Okay. Oh, the same questions? Yeah. Okay, oh my gosh. You you are going to interview me later as well. Oh, am I? He's taking over already. Come on. Oh, okay, right. Oh, hang on. That's how, how are you? All right, here we are. <laughs> what is it? Oh, okay. City or countryside? You can't work a script, can you? Can I do it as partridge? Okay. Yeah, do it as partridge. Uh, city or countryside? Um, city. Tea or coffee? Tea. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Why fronts or boxers? Um, I don't wear either. Oh, <laughs> very kinky. Uh, car or train? Train. Oxford or Cambridge? Cambridge. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Ketchup, cupboard or fridge? Always in the fridge. Adventurous or cautious? Adventurous. Batman or Superman? Oh, Batman. Uh, Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Cats or dogs? Cats. Short or long hair? Short hair. <laughs> beard or non-beard? Um, my husband has a beard, so I should probably say beard. You should. Comedy <laughs> or acting? Both. Comedy quiz or comedy panel? Very similar. <laughs> comedy quiz. In fact, quite a bad question. <laughs> Batgirl <laughs> or Wonderful Woman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Who is probably a wonderful woman. Thank you very much for, for that um, partridge. Can I have Sean Walsh back now? Yes. I need to ask him some questions. Yeah. Um, so you have a bit longer to answer these ones, but okay. we do ask them to everyone. Right. So no pressure. Oh, peppermint tea's here. Peppermint tea's here. That's the first question. Do you like peppermint tea? Uh, not as much as green. <laughs> but we didn't have any green. No. We're letting you down I already. Know. What's your biggest guilty pleasure other than green tea? Oh, um, Big Brother. I absolutely whoa. love Big Brother. Really? Like, as much as Game of Thrones. Cele- only celebrity Big Brother. Okay. I just think it's... I just love it so much. Have you watched every series? No, no I just got back into it. It's really bad. I got back into it when it moved to Channel 5. Okay. It's just amazing. Was it just too high profile for you when it was on Channel 4? Well, the, and you're like, now no, it's down no, with the people. I think they... I heard that when it was on Channel 4, when the people go into the house, the celebrities go into the house, they have to, like, sign... Like, they have to make sure they're okay, like, mentally stable. Oh, yeah. And then when it went, when I, when it went over to Channel 5, the producers went, get rid of that. <laughs> just, we want them mental. Yeah. It's brilliant. 12 mental people screaming at each other. Do you do that thing where you watch it live on the... No, but I have done. <laughs> I had when I was younger, but Big Brother 2, do you remember Bubbles? He had all the different hats. 
Maybe. So I, I was used to be really obsessed. Okay. But I once saw uh, I saw Bubbles break his leg live. I was <gasps> so excited. I was like, that, that's going to make the edit. I saw it live. That's going to make the edit. I was really excited. <laughs> Did you like, was Twitter around then? Series 2 of Big Brother? God, no. 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 Back in the glory days. Yeah. <laughs> so Big Brother is your biggest guilty pleasure. Yeah. What's the most recent lie you told? Oh. Uh, uh. What did I do? I lied to my mate yesterday. <laughs> oh, I told my mate yesterday that I was at Piccadilly Circus. No, I was at Covent Garden Tube Station. So I would definitely be there in 10 minutes. I was going to meet him, but I wasn't. Where were you? I was sort of a couple of minute walk. I could see it, <laughs> but I wasn't right outside. I always do that. Of course. Like, I could see it. Everyone does I'm basically that. basically there. Yeah. I think in life. Two minutes away means five minutes away. Five minutes away means ten minutes away. I, I'll be there in a sec means probably a minute away. And I'm I'm here means I am almost here. Are you... <laughs> so when you messaged me saying <laughs> I'm here in reception, <laughs> were yes, you I, there? No, I was in, I was in my Uber. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here yet. No, of course not. Are you always late? Uh, no, no. But I'm... Sometimes. You're not late on <laughs> your really your schedule of I'll be there in a sec, but you're just late on other people's. Yes. <laughs> I've got to I go yeah. Yes. Yes, you're late. Yes. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> wow. Um any secret habits or talents? Am I a really bad interviewee? No. I feel like I am. <laughs> You're doing really well. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry. In between in the songs, I'll just give you a little pep talk yeah, every please. time. Um, any secret habits or talents? Talents. Talents. Or habits. I really... I No one could make a roll-up quicker than me. People... Wow. Or, genuinely, it's always commented on. If but I you... make a roll-up and no one's seen it before, they go, Whoa! That was quick, and I go, I know. <laughs> that's my thing. Yeah, um, that's but my thing. You said you only smoke when you drink. <coughs> do you yes, make them true. for other people? Occasionally, uh, I'll do it just to show off. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing it on stage? <laughs> I've pitched it as a TV show. Have you? Yeah, it's called Wolf's Quick Roll-Ups. It would only have one episode, and uh, it would be very no, quick. No, not at all. Uh, first episode, uh, green skins. <laughs> Second episode, <laughs> blue skins. Third Does episode, make... just for special licorice rizzlers. <laughs> Does that make a difference to how quickly? No. no okay. But... Just looks different colours. Yeah. That's nice. What makes you angry? Oh, a lot. Um, what makes you really angry? Okay. This genuinely infuriates me. When... People, you, it's usually in Tesco Express, as the shop I'm in. The person in front of you that's at the cash desk. Yeah, the self-service or the no, no, no. One. So always, okay. I always use a person. You know, get what you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the service. You don't get them <laughs> when you leave. No, Come on, take your shopping and then just take them by the hand and walk out of Tesco. They bring it home and they take out the stuff. From yeah. The back. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, that's what happens when you're famous. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. Look, uh, the, the person at the cash desk, when they've bought the stuff and then they're putting things back in their wallet, purse, like they put the cards back in or whatever, receipt, but they don't step to the side. You're done. Get out of the way. They just but stay there. They stay. That, that sometimes brings... Do you ever do the thing where you go up to the cash desk and then you just start paying over them? What? To prove a point. No. I've done that. That's A really? woman took so long rearranging the bag that had just been packed for her and it was finished and there was a massive queue yeah. that I went up and just like round the side Ooh. in between her and the till I handed over my items and started paying Good for, for them. you. <laughs> Let's start a revolution. And then they look at you like a fronted but they move. They move short. <laughs> <laughs> That's my top tip. The one thing you couldn't live without Curry. <laughs> I was going to say Sky. Okay, I wondered. But Sky curry. TV or the Sky? Uh, I meant TV, but okay. I probably couldn't live without the Sky. You could, because you could live underground, like in all those movies, when the world ends. Yeah, dark light rises when the police get. 
put under the ground for it. So I am a bad interviewee. No, I just think you need to have conviction to the end of your sentences. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, you're doing a brilliant... Let's have a song and I'll give you a little pep talk. OK, curry, though. Curry, yeah. thank you. But hang on, I'll, I'll say it more specific. Specific? Curry. OK, specific curry? Um, if, it, if it was like Desert Island curries... Yeah. I, I, I could only pick one curry. <laughs> I would go for Madras. With rice? Yes. What, okay. What? You could have that? a naan. No, and naan. Oh, rice and naan. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. the carbs. Exactly. Uh, we're here with Sean Walsh. We'll be hearing more about his curry Who's favorites. a great uh, interviewee. <laughs> he is. Interviewee is a weird word, isn't it? Why? Because it's got interviewee. Two it's not. You don't use it very often. Okay, I have to play a song now. We'll, we'll discuss this during the This is song. great radio! Baines Plus One. You are listening to Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines, and do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, Sean Walsh, Mr. Lover Lover. <laughs> Mr. Lover Lover. Sean Walsh just said he remembered some of my jokes and they were good before we came in, so I'm feeling all happy now. You're great. Thanks, You're really good. All the comics at the back really enjoyed you. We all do that thing where we like... <laughs> that look. sounds like only the comics at no, the back like, The audience were like, what the hell is going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> we like do that thing where we were looking at each other and nodding. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's got it. Yeah, okay. She's allowed in the club. <laughs> exactly. I'll, 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 I'll do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks for doing it. Right. Um, this, right, this is the interview proper. So okay. we're going to talk about comedy and things. Oh, dear. He's taken off his hat and he's turned it around. I wear my cap backwards now, like out in the streets. Do you? Yeah. It's, well, it's got to come back into fashion. It's, it's not. Do you know what it is? It's because, oh, sorry. Back the mic. Um, it's fine. I. Uh, if if I wear, wear it backwards, it works as a sort of Alice band. It keeps my hair out of my yeah. Face. Oh, we need to ask about your hair. That is a very good. Do we? Thing. Yeah, we've had some questions about your hair. Oh. Um, the lovely Abigail Tartillon, award-winning author, has asked, "How do you get your hair so lustrous? <laughs> and it, are you jealous of my even better hair? My, as in me, Samantha Baines." Am I jealous of your hair? <laughs> yeah. And how do you get yours? Hang on, who's asking that? You, Abby. Or, Abby. She's asking, "Am I jealous of your hair?" Yeah. Okay. Are you? Is that a friend of yours? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, very jealous. Thanks. How do you uh, maintain your locks? I don't really do anything. Nothing. Do you brush? I tell you, no. I tell you, I tell you, I don't do. <laughs> okay. Maybe this is. Because people seem to like my hair, which I find very strange. Yeah. Is I don't dry my hair ever. I've I've dried my hair like twice in my life. Do you scrunch dry? I just get the towel. I just make. I just sort of do that so that it's not dripping. You rub it. I rub. I rub my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I rub my hair dry. Um, so I rub my hair for a few seconds, and then that, and then that's it, babes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like James Bond. It's rubbed, not blow dried. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, Abby, I hope that answers your question. Also, Gary Jennison has asked, uh, he said, you work very hard, you pop up everywhere. Be interested to know who your comedy influences are. Influences? Um, I think, well, grew up... I remember the first time I was... I think Lee Evans is the biggest influence because Lee Evans was the first... I remember the first time I watched this Lee Evans video, The Ultimate Experience, which was a compilation VHS of several tour shows that he did. My friend Dave, must have been 11, showed me this video and I I basically nicked it off him. I I think I nicked his video and I took it home and I watched it immediately again and then again. I, I watched it like three times in one in one night, and it oh. it just and I just I wanted to be like Lee Evans, and I was the, the most annoying teenager because everything I did was like Lee Evans, and I would try and speak like Lee Evans, <laughs> and people would go like you were like Lee Evans, and I thought it was amazing, but they made it like in a really bad way. <laughs> You're really annoying, <laughs> um, and then so because he sort of showed me that there was this thing stand up. Do you know what I mean? I, I, Jim Carrey was like my hero, yeah. but I didn't know. There was sta- I didn't know there was this thing, stand-up comedy. So th- th- that changed my life. And then my mum took me to a comedy club when I was 17. And there were these people that, you, th- that weren't famous, that you didn't know. And I didn't know about that. So I was like, hang on, wait, you don't have to be, you don't have to be famous to do comedy? <laughs> so I could, I could do comedy. 
And so th- that that was Stephen Grant. You know Stephen Grant? Yeah. The, the c- c- comedian MC. Like he, the first time I saw him at Comedia, it just blew my mind. I thought he was like the better. He was my favourite comedian. Uh, and then, now we're friends. So Stephen Grant was a such a big influence, and he would give me spots at Comedian. He would sort of look after me and give me advice. And he, yeah, he was. He was he was really cool, and so Jim Carrey and Lee Evans are yeah. both obviously quite physical. Yeah, is that what you where you because some of your physicality and your jokes comes from? I think that when I was younger and I started, it was much more physical and there was a lot more energy to it. And then what happened was <laughs> I realised <laughs> that basically, right, the truth is I can't keep this up because I smoke. I drink, I don't exercise. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to do this in my 30s. <laughs> um, and what was really beginning to annoy me is when I would do like, TV shows or some gigs, people would just say to me, like producers and stuff, use your energy. That's all they would say to me, is I'll just use your energy. And they would say it quite flippantly, like, oh, it got, I got into my head that, okay, so I'm not funny. I felt like right, no, no one actually finds me funny they just like my energy so for the Edinburgh show The Lion King which was a couple of years now like three years ago I made an actual decision to write things and not move like I made a pro- I was like oh, really? I'm not going to move I'm going to try and learn to write gags now and so that people laugh at what I'm saying and not just being t- it really offended me I got really annoyed I never showed anyone I was annoyed just yeah. use your energy what does that like to me, the energy was natural. It wasn't something that was contrived. You performing, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like that's how I wrote in my head. That was a very natural performance, really. Yeah. So it really got to me that everyone was just. So how did you find it, just staying still and doing the gags? Do you think it was useful for you in your comedy career? Yeah, or? Absolutely. I think it taught me how to. Well, it helped me write better. I think I'm a better writer now than I than I was, and that was because of that. And now, you know, I'll have the I'll have because I love my favourite thing is to was well, the favourite thing is to act, and so I love acting off the jokes, you know, and creating the scenes, and maybe not I don't really do characters, but so do you think now you're a happy medium? Yeah, I do. I really yeah. I like I've, I like my act. I think that's a good. I think there was a time where I didn't like what I was doing, and now I really like it, and I. I so I think I would really laugh at <laughs> my own set. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. I wish I could say that about myself. No. Um, do you? We've had another question from Chris from Dartford. Has being short been a help or a hindrance? Is that a joke? <laughs> I'm not short. What? <laughs> How tall are you? Are you? No, that is what someone has asked. You don't think I'm short? Do you? I'm not no. short. Okay, I'm is this going to be like one comic. of the time when people said use your energy and now yeah. you're going to do a show about being tall? No, I'm going to do a tall set. I'm going to wear <laughs> platforms. How tall are you? 5'11", but I'm quite... I don't have good posture, although I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Edinburgh show is going to be like. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to 2017. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you have... you. So we should talk about Edinburgh because your first show was I Would Happily Punch Myself in the Face. Yeah. Which is an excellent title. Do you know why it's called that? No. No. Frankie Boyle's show was called I'd Happily Punch... Something like I'd Happily Punch Every Single One of You in the Face. And genuinely, this is how I came up with it, I read that and I think I was really down at the time and I thought to myself, I'd Happily Punch Myself in the Face. And I thought, oh, that's... Go on, call it that. <laughs> Did Frankie Boyle ever comment on... Definitely not. <laughs> the no. fact that you kind of stole his show title. Yeah, no. no. Surely show was a lot um, better. But that sold out and had great reviews. Yeah. In no, Chortle. It, 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 it had Chortle. one good review. It had a good review. It had one good review on Chortle. Great. It was a disaster. Um, and, and then you... <laughs> Whilst the songs were on. <laughs> and horrific first Edinburgh. What was... Well, do you have any advice for people going up to Edinburgh, like myself, for their first show, to not have a horrific Edinburgh? What would you say? Uh, oh, I'm, I, I, I am the genuinely a bad Sean person Walsh. to ask because, I, you know, I, it took me years to sort of make, make a, 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 what, I, what I would consider a decent show. But I think you've got, you, it's, it's, it's all the obvious stuff. You've got to work hard. You've just got to work really hard. And I didn't for that first one and was a bit scared. In the second one, I felt like there was a lot of pressure on me 
mm. and that took out, took away took out any enjoyment. You you got to when you're writing, you've got to sort of. I don't really enjoy writing, but you you've got to make yourself somehow enjoy it. Maybe write things you're interested in or whatever. Um, so I think that's important. Obviously, because you're going to do your first one. Are you enjoying writing it? Yeah. You are. That's brilliant. Well, Although now I just want to write more. Oh, well, that's brilliant. <laughs> I've got a director and she's like, mm, you should You've probably just director. learn and practice the one you have. You've got to tell me about that. I don't, I've never worked, I don't think I'm friends with any comic that has ever used a director, so I don't know what really? that process is. Well, for me, it's just nice to have someone else there. So in the times when you're like, I'm awful, this is rubbish. I so an ego <laughs> They're just like, no, everything's fine. Well, not an ego receive, but they're just like, no, get a grip. Right, everything's okay. fine. This is good. Right. And also just to, to edit me, because I will just keep writing. Because I, I, I write articles. Um, journalist right. as well okay. um, so I will just keep writing new stuff because actually I find that fun Wow. whereas I'm bad at going back and making the old stuff better oh, uh, right. or, yeah, or yeah, deleting yeah. stuff that oh, we don't need anymore like. and, and keeping a, an arc to the show oh, I keep f- writing new things yeah no, my favourite bit is making things better Okay. I like that when something works and then I think I can make that even better that's, that's when I get excited but not sitting in the cafe or running around my kitchen trying to come up with ideas. <laughs> it's just awful. I tried to, I, last night I tried to, do, <laughs> I did some new material, I tried to talk about anxiety and try and do a funny routine about panic attacks. Turns out I can't do that. <laughs> Leave that to Kitson, I think. <laughs> panic attacks, I And can't. Felicity Ward did a show last year about anxiety. As I did It's quite a popular thing at the moment. I, that one bit worked. I, that was the one bit that worked. I talked about how it's trendy to, to suffer <laughs> yeah. from anxiety. People <laughs> love suffering from anxiety. But, you're, but you really like going back and making material work, so I'm sure... I might give it a go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the sound of that. No, I'm back. I just keep writing. I need a director to crack the whip and also make me get up and do it and practice it. What, in front of people or just him uh, or her? At gigs, but also in front of her because you, obviously you do lots of previews, but I like to practice the show as a whole for the flow of the show what without like, people there before a preview. Yeah. That's, I think you're good. Well, I don't want to jinx you, but that sounds like you are... <laughs> yeah, but it's because I'm a, a, I'm a trained actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I must trust everything <laughs> yeah. before people see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... We've had some lovely questions for some people. We've talked a bit about comedy and your Edinburgh shows, and you've got a brand new show that you're taking up this year. Yes. What's it called? It's called One for the Road. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Do you know anything about it uh, at this stage? Yeah, I think there's a there's a sort of a shape of a show there. Uh, uh, but to be honest, right, I a few years ago wrote this show called Sean to be Wild which was meant to be (laughs) the thing is it was meant to be ironic obviously that's a bad title it was meant to be ironic I love that as a title because it's me it looked like a really bad unfunny title but if it had been Stuart Lee like when he called his vegetable stew then that's funny but because I said it it wasn't funny but it was meant to be funny I think it's brilliant thank you I think the poster should have been you on a surfboard was it? it's the worst poster (laughs) of all genuinely this is true it's the poster for my DVD and I don't own my DVD in my house because I can't stand the front cover. It's me in a blue blazer. Why am I wearing a blue blazer? I have no idea. Good. And a tail. A t- I've got a tail on. <laughs> Why? Because you're in the Short wild. wild. It's Michaela Strachan just on the back. <laughs> There he is. Yeah, uh, we've spotted one. Terrific. That sounds amazing. Also, you've done you've done quite a lot of TV now recently. Yeah. What is that like as a comedian? Do you like it? Do you find it? I hard? like doing my. I love doing my stand up on TV. Mm. I, won't, I won't lie about that. Panel I, shows. Panel shows. There's a team captain on an E4 show called Virtually Famous, which is like an internet clip based. Panel yes, show. with the um, lovely Catherine Ryan. Well, she was a bit of guest on it. Oh. Not, <laughs> no, okay. it was Chris Stark from Radio One. Yeah. And Kevin a guy called Kevin McHale, who's the guy in the wheelchair in Glee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll keep you up. Yeah. Um and Lovely. that was that was fun. Like that was fun to do. It, you know. Um panel shows uh, Are all right? Yeah, I d I'm not ever really that comfortable, but I you know, they're fun to do. And what about acting? Yeah, because that, you've got a brilliant uh, comedy short out at the moment at 
about you being drunk. Well, it's not about me. It's not about <laughs> me. I, 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 I did it. I, me and Merrick Clark. Do you know Merrick Clarkwood from We Are Clang? Yeah. Yeah. Me and him and a uh, uh, Jocelyn from Free Non Blondes. Okay. Yeah. That? Free Non Blondes. Yeah. Free Black. They're brilliant. Um, we did a silent comedy for Sky. It reminded me how much I loved silent comedy when I was a kid. My mum would show me Chaplin and Laurel and Hardy. So I started getting back into it. Started reading a lot about Chaplin and Laurel and Hardy, like buying biographies and stuff. Um, and, and then I was like, I really want to do, I want to do this kind of comedy. There's not, no one's doing it well. Um, and so... So I will. Well, you know, I, I like can't, it. for the life of me, get anything off on TV. Mm. So I put my own money into it and got my friend who's like an aspiring director and we, we I wrote it and I was in it and we made it and I'm very proud of it because I put thousands of my own pounds we're not going to get that back and I think it's not perfect of course it isn't it's the first thing we made it's not going to be but I think it's funny it's very funny I think it's like you know it's quite funny and that, that, and got a lot of shares on social media as well people are really enjoying it that's yeah I know like people that I don't even really know like Jason Manford yeah retweet. tweeted about that's it that's really cool do you know what I mean no no one had to do that and that was really I, there were a couple of people that I texted <laughs> and, and asked them could you retweet this please um, I'm really friend. sad that you didn't text me yeah sorry uh, did you read, I was on did Call, you, mid, uh, call did you, Midwife did you, so did you I think I did well I will now yeah. <laughs> definitely you're cool are you in a sitcom no I was in Call the Midwife oh which is about midwife. It's not a sitcom. It's not funny. But I was in one episode. Oh. I've always thought that was a sitcom. <laughs> no. I, well, I don't think you'd call mid- it a sitcom, would you? Well, not it's if it's like not a sitcom. A, no, I don't know what it it's is. Not, it's a drama what with funny I? moments. It's got Miranda in it. Oh, that's why I probably thought yeah, it was a sitcom. But it's more like, um, it's a 1950s yeah, family drama, I think we'd call it. Okay. On that, yeah. Well done. Anyway, congratulations. <laughs> it wasn't meant to go that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to call the um, Sean Welsh, this is very exciting. What is? You get you having you here. <laughs> We're talking about so many things. Um, I also have done. I'm going to plug this. Okay, do. Uh, um, Sky were very kind enough to invite me to do one of their shorts. You know, Sky do these seasons yes. of shorts. Yes. And so I've done one of those. Oh, brilliant. And I wrote it myself and I'm in it again. And I'm very <laughs> proud of it. I've seen the edit. And I think it's the thing. I've been doing comedy now for nine, nearly ten years. And it's all, for me, built up to this short. And I'm really happy with it. I'm oh, really when excited. when can we see I, this? I don't know. Soon. Edinburgh. It'll be on Sky. I'm hoping that they'll let me YouTube it. Because I know Pappy's uh, did one yeah. a couple of years ago. And they were That's allowed great. to YouTube this. So hopefully they'll let me YouTube it. Because I think it's good. Oh, brilliant. Well, look out for that. What is it called? Well, Sky... Um, we don't know yet. It's meant, it has to be called Sean Walsh in Ireland because it's like an Irish-themed season. Okay. But it, I wrote it. It's called Detox. Oh, great. It's exciting. Yeah. Can I be in the next one? I was in Call the Midwife. I um, think you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies yeah. plus one. Now, you get to interview me and you can ask me anything you like. So I have got... You one. can even ask me the questions that my producer just wrote down for you. I will do. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> uh, but I do have one of my own. Okay. What's made you... It's a very boring question that you would have been asked a lot. Okay. What made you um, make the transition of actor to comedian? Um, comedian. Which one do you want to be? Oh, What's no, it? not comedian. Oh, is that just bad? Just comedian. I never know what you're allowed <laughs> no, to say. Just comedian oh, is not, the one. Okay. The general one. Um, right. Joe Ball. Sorry? Joe Ball. What do you mean? The comedian Joe Ball. So I I was friends with Joe. I made friends with Joe at the Edinburgh Fringe when I was in a play and he was doing a sketch group and he told me he was Jewish Comedian of the Year and I took the piss out of him. <laughs> he told you? Yeah, he was flyering us. And that's what he told us. That's amazing. Yeah. So I took the... Did he say anything him. before that? Or did he just go, hi, I'm Joe Ball, I'm the Jewish Comedian? Is that <laughs> he gave he us the flyer yeah. and he was like, I'm oh, Jewish Comedian of the Year. So Brilliant. In like 2008 or something. Classic ball. I've spoken to him about this on this show. Right. Uh, so, and then we just, and we, me and my friend were like, oh, come on, let's go to the show. And then he pulled my friend up on stage to do an audience interaction bit, but she is a, um, she's not a stand-up comedian, but she does comedy. So she didn't react in the way that you'd want an awkward audience member. And the show was... (laughs) just got worse from there. Brilliant. And then we just became friends after that. And I've always acted in his show. So he does a character show and I play the other characters in his show, the female characters. And um, he was just always like, you should try stand-up, you should try stand-up. And I was like, oh, go on then, I'll give it a go. 
and then I liked it. And did your... Do, do, do you think that having... Do, do you go to drama school? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that that put you sort of ahead of people that hadn't when you started out? Do you know what I mean? For stand-up or for yeah. acting? For, for stand-up. I don't know, because it's very different. And I didn't realise how different it was when I started, because... Give it... Because if there are people listening, they might not know... What is so different? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We've done both. But I- explain that. It's, I would say stand-up is more like presenting. And I had done some presenting before. Because you are being you and you have to connect with the audience in a very different way from when you're acting. Yeah. When you're acting, you kind of have to bring the audience with you. But you're not necessarily being kind of human-to-human eye contact. Yeah. You know, let's and build a relationship. It's not reality either. You know, when you're doing stand-up, you're not trying to replicate yeah. a, a reality. And it, it's not acting. You just have to really be there in the moment, you, and people know if you're pretending. Yeah. Well, obviously, you do pretend to a certain... It's yeah. weird to explain, but, um, yeah, it was it was very different. So I think the performance aspect was useful in that I was confident on stage and getting out yeah. in front of people and learning lines. Um, what was really difficult was writing jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And learning to be me. You're very good writing <laughs> jokes. You've that. only heard one set. Yeah. I might be awful the enough. rest of the time. That's yeah. enough. You've got... Well, your Thanks end of a show, show has a funny ten minutes. <laughs> Yes. Well, that's good. Exactly. That's a sixth of the way there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Um, yeah, but it is very different. So, yeah, I think it was useful for stagecraft. But yes. actually maybe a hindrance for some other things. I remember being really envious of actors that... I could always tell who had done acting when I started. I could always tell, like, that person's an actor, that person's been to drama school. Because what would happen is... You'd be, this is your interview, but I'm taking over. I'm interviewing myself. Do it. I like it. Um, the, 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 basically, you'd have lots of people that weren't very good, myself yeah. included. You know, we'd be so, so nervous about mm. standing. If I always thought, and this is, I know this isn't just me, I genuinely thought I would wet myself on stage. I was so terrified. I thought, I'm going to go on stage. Really? Because you do need to wee before you go on. That yeah. is like a nerves thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, what, so everyone would sort of die or not do very well. And then this person would go on, and just how relaxed they were in front of the audience relaxed the audience. Yeah. And then they would do really well. But I was always annoyed because I thought, no, what I was saying was funnier than that guy. I was saying funnier stuff than him. But it's just he's more comfortable. <laughs> and that really annoys me. It is me. weird. So many times at open mic nights, which are where, you know, comedians start out, so you go and you don't get paid, but it's all a nice sort of environment. Yeah. Um, so many times I will see new comedians, and I, I, it's like I want to take them and give them an acting class because th- their jokes are so good, but they're not selling them in the right way, and that is the performance I side mean, of it. you know, I'm, I'm not going to mention any names, but there are people that... Are, uh, that I, you know, that I know, that I get on with, that I watch, and I think, man, if I was saying that, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is funny. It's when you see someone with such a good joke, and you're like, you're not making the most of that joke. Just do it like this. But then oh. the other yeah. way for me is, I feel like when I started, I was all about the performance, right. and I probably got laughs out of awful, awful jokes just because I performed them well. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, which is why I kind of went away and why I do um, material on science now because I was like, I want to actually say something and I want to talk about something I'm interested in and that is fascinating to me. And, yeah. And more kind of detailed, hopefully. Well, Bethnal Green loved it. <laughs> uh, so, I have a lovely. Do I have time? We, yeah, go, go on then. Okay, I've got a selection of questions here. Um, what is Sunny D? Oh, so Sunny D is a show that is coming out on BBC Three very oh, soon. Oh, it's a plug. Oh, that's odd. That's, yeah, that's, that's happened. Just a You're plugging plug. Um, well, just, no, it's a plug for it. Dane Baptiste. It's his show. Right. Um, I'm in it. I play a character called Janet. Um, I'm in three out of the four episodes. Well done. Thank you. Do we call that semi-regular? Can I call that a regular? No, I don't get killed killed off. (laughs) No, actually, I might be in all of them now. I think they've re-edited it. Anyway, um, we are doing a live show in Manchester on the 8th of June. Um, If you are Manchester-based, you can come along and listen to lots of stand-ups. There's Radio 1, extra DJs, and you see clips of the show. And how long will you be doing? (laughs) I will be doing six Six whole minutes. minutes. 
It's weird because in stand up, for people that don't know, yeah, uh, we, you, what happens is you start off and you have a five, yeah, and then for some reason it gets moved up to a seven, seven, then ten, and then ten, then then sort of twelve to fifteen, right, and then twenty, and then twenty, and then hour, really, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm doing an hour at the end of a fringe, yeah, and I'm and I'm doing a six minute, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's very good. It's going to be a brilliant night. So I'm just pleased they asked me. I mean, they kind of had to. I'm in the show, but. It's not necessarily, uh, by the way, uh, it's not necessarily going to be a brilliant night. It's like, his life comedy. comedy <laughs> it, it, it could be disaster and she could absolutely die on her I could die on especially oh. with six minutes because you don't have very long to... Do you find that? Do you like doing short sets or long sets? I like doing I'll do, long... I'll do anything, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing a long set because I feel like people have longer to get used to you and then you like, you build a relationship. Whereas, where I do, short, you just have to come in, gag, gag, gag and leave. I prefer that. Do you? Yeah, always. Always have time. I was brought up in the club. Love gagging. So, 20 minutes. Bosh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Do we still have time for one more? What, go on then. One, one more. Quick one. Um, well, uh, A quick one, not okay, a slow right, motion right, one. You, um, you've just moved house. Yes. Uh, as I know. Um, Stressful. How was the move? Really, really stressful. Was it? <laughs> the cats completely freaked out and they were like running all over the house and they wouldn't sit down. Vicky, they're called Victoria and Albert, Vicky wouldn't eat. Oh. I had to hold, she didn't eat for two days. Oh, no. I had to sit her over her bowl of food and stroke her and say, good girl, good girl, Maybe to she make was, her eat. She didn't eat for two days? Yeah. Maybe well, she, she ate dry she, biscuits, but she didn't eat the wet food. Maybe she was doing the five too. <laughs> Huh? Oh, she she has she has put on a little bit of weight. I'm actually, a, I'm very funny. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Thanks for the cat gag. Woo. Um, now, because we've been talking about work so much, yeah, we're going to play Rihanna. Brilliant. Work, 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 work. I work. hate that song. Do you? <laughs> what is that about? Work, work. What are you talking about? Okay. Well, while you listen to this, um, appreciate the fact that Sean Walsh doesn't like What's it. What's the song about? Quickly. Work. <laughs> <laughs> The news on Baines Plus One. Sit back and listen to Baines and her guests analysing some of the most important stories breaking this week. It is time for the news on Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, and Sean Walsh. I've lost the will to live. Sean Walsh has got bored now. <laughs> He's been wandering around the studio. I had to just make him sit back down. If I had known this was two hours, there's no way I'd be here. <laughs> I like the relationship that we've now taken on. I'm with some sort of headmaster. Sit down yeah. and read those headlines. Yes. yes. Right. No, do that now. I thought you were doing it. No, read, right. you read the headlines, just the okay. words in bold. Okay. Meet Stabbers. Oh, what? Now the next headline. Oh, right, all of them, right. In a list. Uh, rejected uh, <laughs> Rubik's Cube love portrait. Boom. Cat president. Boom. Car babysitter wanted. I nearly said the wrong word there. Boom. New penis. Those are the headlines. For some reason, male comedians never understand the instruction. Please, can you read all the headlines in a list? Female comedians always get it. I think you've not made it like. Oh, to me, that's not a headline. It should be. It's, it, make it's, it look it's like a, a larger headline. font and it's in bold. You've got no excuse. Right. Meat Stabbers. Yeah. Uh, this is in the last two weeks, a small mid American town has had a strange reoccurring disturbance in its gardens. So this is in Omaha. Residents have found trees that have been stabbed with large knives, which are left protruding from the tree. Uh, mysterious crime, isn't it? Uh, it dates back to 2014, but there's been a recent surge in activity. And to make it slightly weirder, the knives are wrapped in animal meat, which is held in place with duct tape. People were scared because they thought it was human meat, but actually it's just steak. I can think of a better thing to do with steak. But people, residents find it creepy, strange, weird and highly concerning. What do you reckon, Sean Walsh? <laughs> what do I, Would um, you be freaked out if... Yeah, you, I would. There was a meat-wrapped knife. I, w- I wouldn't be freaked out if I'd sort of seen it once. So once you just go, that was weird. You wouldn't be freaked out? No. You just you think, oh, someone's hammered last night, you know. And they wrapped a knife yeah. in state. Yeah. Okay. Don't judge. Then if I saw it again, I'd be like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> what do you think the meaning behind it is? Is it that meat eaters are ruining nature? There's something in that, isn't there? 
That's, that'll, that'll do. Also, what's the, what are this person going to start stabbing next? That's what I'd be worried about. Um, Poor trees. Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be less successful. Yeah, it'd be harder. Just find loads of bent knives in yeah. the back garden. Great. Well, that's happening in America. Rejected Rubik's Cube love portrait. This is sweet. Right. This guy wanted to to win the heart of his crush. He's a 27-year-old Chinese mechanic. He built a giant portrait of this girl he fancies out of Rubik's Cubes. That's creepy. Took three evenings to create. It contains 846 Rubik's Cubes. And it's 2.6 metres by 1.3 metres. He unveiled it to his crush and she refused to accept it as a gift. Definitely. What a loser. He said, I simply wanted to surprise her and tell her I like her, but I was rejected. So sweet. Some people online have said he would have been more successful if he was handsome, which is quite harsh. Handsome? Really harsh. Um, But he's selling it now. So there we go. I used to... I used to do things like if I had a crush on a girl at school, yeah, I would. Have you ever done this? I would, uh, <laughs> I would text her, saying like, "What are you up to?" or something. Yeah. And then, and then I would text back immediately afterwards, saying, "Sorry, that wasn't meant for you." But how are you anyway? <laughs> it's really creepy. Why? Because I was too scared to like to just text them. I didn't have enough confidence to just. So you text, text them twice. Them. So I so I texted them, pretending that I <laughs> text someone else. And That's then, so sweet. Yeah, Did well, it work? What do you think? Well, you're in a relationship now, aren't you? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't use that <laughs> for this one. Um, I just, Have you ever thought of making her a, a portrait out of Rubik's cubes or any other household toys? No, I did. I did recently, about a year ago. I bought a sketch pad and some pencils and then drew my living room. <laughs> How weird is that? What with people in it or just the I living just room? Drew like my living room, the furniture. Yeah. I literally drew my living room. I'm a freak. Normally, people draw like flowers or. Fruit. I don't know. What I, it is fun. Go to an Apple store, and on the new uh, the computers iPad or like a grocers. Okay, computers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, get out the new sketch app that they've got. Yeah. They've got the pencil. It's really good to draw on them. It's really good fun. If you're charging your phone <laughs> in the Apple store, have a have a little uh, oh. scri- squibble scribble. Did you draw your scribble. living room? No, I, I really like drawing eyes. <laughs> oh, that probably means something. Leon, can we... Leon, producer Leon, can we Google that? Because what you draw means something about your personality. Um, I like to see. <laughs> well, look out, there might be meaning. OK, cat president. Southampton University Students' Union have made the unusual decision, and I've written my poem on this this week, to vote a cat as their honorary president. Um, Susu is the cat who was named after the student union <laughs> she was voted into the position 176 votes to 86 yeah she's been there since 2002 they love her although I love it in the article they're like um, it's very rare that she'll let you stroke her she's very aloof right <laughs> and they've called her their bay since 2002 very good very What's modern mean? I still don't know it's like um, boyfriend or girlfriend love loved one but does it not stand for? Is it not like? Does it stand for something? B A. I don't know. I don't think so. So it's actually a word. Yeah, bay. Oh. Bay and chirps. What's chirps? Chirps is flirting. Yeah. Chirpsing. I think so. Yeah. yeah. We've got two producers googling. We've got a good. We've got this better be good. We've got something. Is it about? It's, good. it's about drawing eyes. Yeah. What? Feelings of suspicions. Oh, if you draw eyes, you have feelings of suspicion. Cautiousness. Cautiousness. I said I was, I said you I was did. cautious. Not adventurous. Who are you suspicious of? Your bae. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might need eyes all over your head. You might need eyes all over your head. Like, what? What? For the suspicion. What are you on? This has become strange radio. Um, do we work out what bay means? The urban dictionary. The urban yeah. dictionary definition of bay. Is the Danish word for poop. Um, but also used by people on the internet who think it means baby or sweetie. It means baby or sweetie, yeah. Like loved one. Oh, so it's short for baby, really, then? Yeah. 
Someone that can't be bothered to say B. <laughs> well, on the Urban Dictionary, coo is short for cool, for people who can't be bothered to put the L on the end. Le. Yeah. Coo. Coo. That's cool, man. Coo. That's coo, man. Oh, uh, which uh, phrase I clearly say all the time because I sound yeah. really naturalistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but a cat president, what do you reckon? Oh, um, yes. Of the students' union. <laughs> I reckon yes. Students, so I hope the- they don't feel the alcohol because that's all we did in our students' union. Oh, we just you bad girls. Yeah. We, I mean, we didn't feed cats Crazy. alcohol. That wasn't a thing. But I mean, we just partied hard. Does a cat have an NUS? <laughs> That's my only thought. Get discounts. Is there still NUS card? I thought there was. Do people still use NUS? You can Google that as well. They do. They do, because in some shops I try and get discounts sometimes, and you can only get it if you have an NUS card. Oh. Because I used to work at a college, and sometimes I'd get it. Sneaky. Car babysitter wanted. Google are on the lookout to employ a team of car testers. Um, and this is for their new driverless cars. So uh, you get paid $20 an hour. This is in America. You have to move, soz. And they're called vehicle safety specialists. You get to pay $20 an hour, but you have to have a university degree, a clean driving license, be able to type at least 40 words per minute. Why? Um, sign a contract to keep details about the driverless cars a secret and be able to communicate using four different methods simultaneously. Well, I can be on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube at the same time. Yeah. So I've got that one down. What do you think of these new driverless cars, Sean Walsh? Well, I read recently that in, I think, in a, one of the um, states in America, you still need a licence. You still need a driver's license to have a driverless car. Why? I don't. In case really, it nearly crashes. Yeah, maybe malfunction. Mal- malfunction. So, I mean, I've got no interest now. I don't care. <laughs> Can you drive? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Why did you think about it? Because I'd just be too. It? No, I, I just. Because you're cautious. Because exactly, I'm too and cautious. Suspicious. I'm too cautious. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like that man is walking really slowly. I'm going to pull over and ask him some questions. Yeah. I have driven an automatic car oh. illegally okay. in America. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I drove it round a car park. <laughs> and not even the whole car so park. So that's like a driving lesson. It was like a driving lesson. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't want the police to be waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. I, was, I was drunk. Uh, it, was the, it was the M4. <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke. Don't arrest him. Yeah. I, I've never driven a car. I've never even revved a car engine. Bumper cars? Yes. No, but this is the thing. I'd never been on bumper cars, and I went on bumper cars last year. I never had an interest to drive. I was really good at swerving on bumper cars, and I was like, I think I'd be a really good driver. And my family thought it was hilarious, but I was like, seriously? Do your mum and dad drive? Yeah. They do, and you don't? Yeah, my mum and dad, and my husband drives. That's that's quite uncommon. And my sister drives. Usually, if the parents drive, the children will drive. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but then... You've got your parents to take you places. Um, Why? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And my sister. Yeah. And <laughs> all my boyfriends have driven. I've got a question. Okay. When, right? So you got parents, and they have children. But when yeah. they're when they're children, <laughs> we can discuss adults. Families. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm. Are they still called their children? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you can be. You can be an adult in child. In your 40s, and you are... A child. A, a child. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the beginning of a great stand-up routine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, it happen right time. here on Hoxton Radio? Yeah. When I come and see the Edinburgh show about it, you being tall yeah. and children adults. Yeah, yeah. You'll have a writer's credit, don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, new penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so, do you like it? <laughs> it's lovely. Thank it's you. strange that you got it out. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> No, this is the first ever penis transplant no, that's taken second. place. The second ever penis. Did you try and make it a bigger story? Yeah, I did. I wanted it to be the first. Thomas Manning underwent 15-hour operation last week with a team of leading transplant surgeons to replace his penis, which he'd lost to cancer. Okay. It is, I mean, it was 50000 to £75,000 to fund, but it worked. Uh, there was a failed one in China in 2006 and a successful one in South Africa in 2014 What's, that was the first one. How does it fail? Do you mean they get it on but it doesn't... I think it just doesn't work. take? Falls off? Yeah. 
it, well it might not because sometimes when things are transplanted the, your skin doesn't accept it because it thinks it's a it doesn't accept it as you know a bit of your body and heal up it thinks it's someone else's penis you're like no come on and and that's part of the process you have the operation and then there's just someone that like sits there and talks to that bit of your body that's like no 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 it is part of you no yeah yeah do let it in yeah Uh, one of the doctors (laughs) is called Dr. Dickin okay genuinely yeah Dr. Dickin Co so he's got the right job imagine if you were named after your if you got a job after your name I'm Sean Comedy. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yeah, you should be Sean Locke for your locks. Of so hair. I should be Sean Locke. Yeah, let, let's should we let him know. <laughs> yeah, I once did a gig at Birmingham, no Cardiff Glee, and it was going very well. Yeah. Uh, and there was a guy just staring at me, very angry. And so I sort of stopped what I was doing. I said, "Excuse me, sorry, but you know, what's going what, on? What's wrong with you?" And he said, uh, I thought I thought I was coming to see Sean Locke. <laughs> and he had to watch me. But luckily, I... Did you win him back round? Yeah, do you know how? I did Sean Locke's material. Did you? Yeah, I remembered some, like one of Sean's, <laughs> my favourite Sean routines. And so I just did that. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> how did Sean Locke feel about it? I think I have told Sean about that. Yeah, I think he was... OK. I think he was uh, very chuffed that someone was angry at watching me. <laughs> Lovely. Good. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the news and our anecdotes. Baines Plus One. Poem of the Week on Baines Plus One. I love this music. Sean Walsh, do you love this music? Really love it. Da, 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 da. Nice. It's time for Poem of the Week. I know. With me, Samantha Baines, on Baines Plus One. Sean Walsh, you have written a poem. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Have you written it? Have you stolen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this like the Sean Locke thing? <laughs> no, no, this is all me. Okay, should we have your... Do you want to do yours first? Yeah. Okay. Get out of the way. <laughs> you seem really tense. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> People love poetry. <laughs> Off you go, Sean Walsh. Uh, help me escape this feeling of insecurity. I need you so much, but I don't think you really need me. But if we all stand up in the, in the name of love and state the case of what we're dreaming of, I've got to say, I only dream of you, but like a thief in the night, you took away the love that I knew. Relight my fire. Your love is my only desire. Relight my fire, because I need your love. Poem of the week. <laughs> That was particularly awkward because the whole time you made eye contact with me. <laughs> and I was like, has he chosen this moment to yeah, tell me? Yeah. That was beautiful. Did yeah. you, where Where did you write that? Just sort of, just came to me. Okay. Really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think like that a lot. It's okay. Like, Uber does it to me. If I get in an Uber, that's just like, just, yeah. Relapse fire. Yeah. Was it when you were sketching your living room? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and the creative pursuits. Brilliant. Sean Walsh, thank you very much. Top, for top of the week. that. <laughs> okay, mine is called Cat President at University. Okay. Here we go. We would all love to honour our pets for their love and hair loss and for peeing on vets. The University of Southampton have found a unique reward. Yes, it's just the one... Yes, it's just the one cat all the students can afford. Their beloved university cat is called Susu, appearing as a skinny thing they didn't tell it to shoo. In 2002, the porter started to feed it scraps. I hope Susu is careful where she craps. Susu enjoyed campus life so much. She stayed and has become a university crutch. Reducing student stress levels is Susu's main role, a job which surely must take its toll. So they decided to make her honorary president of the SU. A cat as a president. What a coup. She won by 176 votes to 86. Those 86 need to reevaluate where they get their kicks. A perfect or perfect president, many agree, until she starts scratching at your policy tree. Too much power can get to a kitty's head. She becomes aloof and starts to wee in your bed. Cats are walking all over us. We're, hu- we're a human doormat. So when will David Cameron be usurped by a cat? my poem of the week uh, it's a bit long <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your feedback so much I wrote that on the overground train on the way here well done I looked up all the rhymes did you use an app 
Well, yeah. You use those as a Rhyme app? Yeah. Did I, you actually well, do that? I, I used for some of them. What app? Well, no, What's I didn't use called? an app. I just searched Rhyme in the word and then it's Get the app. Like what are you rhyme. doing? You're doing this show every week. <laughs> Get the app. There's an app for that. Yeah. Okay, I will I will try harder in future and I will make them shorter. Good. But I have to explain the whole news story. That's the concept of the poem of the week. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Just still shorter. Okay. Thanks, Sean Walsh. Um let's have a little song and Are you I'll try harder with my poems in future now I'm crying <laughs> I went to drama school okay James plus one. Oh, Sean Walsh has been here he's still here yeah right come on let's do this it's the last bit <laughs> it's right. the last bit Woo, he's tired on. he slept up to tail with another man <laughs> yes I did <laughs> You I'm did. 30. Did you not want me to tell that? No, I didn't. I'm 30 <laughs> and I slept top of tail with my best mate. That's fine. I think that's nice. I woke up... <laughs> I Sorry, I took my socks off. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> did you rub feet I, no. with his face? Face? No. Why did you take your socks off? I just thought I was, I was really uncomfortable. I left my jeans on. I don't know if he left his jeans on. I suppose if, as long as one of you has got your jeans on, it's fine. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> Were you both on. naked? Is what happened okay. is you drank too much. We had a 69. <laughs> okay. All night. <laughs> we had 69. So tiring that you yeah. fell asleep in that position. Yeah, I took my socks off. It's nice that you took your socks off for that. Yeah. That's something. So Sean Walsh has been here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing the subject for that. Right, I'm saving you time. from yourself. Thank you. <laughs> now... Where can we come and see you live? Not doing naughty things, just doing stand up. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. In Brighton, maybe, with your oh, right, double you act? Right. Yeah, yeah, me and Mark Simmons, uh, who's very funny. We're, d- we're doing a double act. He was my support act on tour. He's one of the best mates. So we're doing. It's, a, it's called SLM Masterclass, and I play a sort of deluded version of myself that thinks he's like an arena comic, and uh, I've decide that I want to give back to comedy and teach comedy so Mark is my apprentice and I try and teach him how to become a hugely successful comedian <laughs> is that based on real life or? De- definitely not <laughs> <laughs> um, and when's that on at the Brighton Fringe isn't yeah. it I don't know when just google it yeah, go- yeah exactly yeah. google it yeah um, and you've tweeted it details about it yes. what, your Twitter handle is at Sean Walsh yeah. two ends. Yeah, if yeah. you'd like to follow him on Twitter and where can we check out uh, your video drunk your short film uh, that would be pinned that would be a pinned tweet so if you go to Twitter that would be, be the top is it one. on your website I don't know I don't know anything about the website he has a website I've got things written down he doesn't yeah, so really seanwalsh.com than I do this is brilliant <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to hint to you but you're just not taking not, yeah, I'll not. just say all the things so you can follow him on Twitter you can check out his yeah. website SeanWalsh.com do check out Drunk it's a very funny short film Jason Manford liked it so yeah. did I so yeah. that's fine and uh, we can expect maybe another short film coming soon gonna make number two just before Edinburgh which is a prequel and that, and that is a short film not just what? a toilet commentary yes but yeah. I, 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 what we were hoping is that we'd make the trunk one and we'd get some sort of investment to yeah. do, money, you know, like on like um, on demand or online, BBC Free or whatever. Yeah, nothing. So <laughs> I'm again spending my own Just money gonna do it. for the the joy. Someone of will cotton on by four oh, yeah. or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I think this is the last one because I can't keep spending this money. I don't do corporates. It's very good, though. You should do a cruise. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, now, what we haven't talked about, which I feel like we should just before we go, is um, you were helping, shall we say, the commentary yeah. for the Oxford and Cambridge boat race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big recently. Time. And um, you said some things about the boat race yeah. that made some people angry. Very, very angry. What did you say? I got 200 complaints on points of view. Wow. Yeah. Is that some sort of record? I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what, um, what did you say about the boat race? Um, all I did, I made a very bad joke, um, sort of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the, I didn't know... And it, by the way, before I did this programme, I knew nothing about the boat race. So I didn't know that there was this thing called the Cox, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what that is? In the boat, yeah. Yeah, it's the person at the back, and they sort of 
give motivation. Motivate or, and yeah, they motivate. tell them to row. But they also steer. Um, so, so they were talking about the women's boat race, and then I just said, did the women have a cox? That was it. <laughs> Was it? I think really that's bad. quite funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's just but it was on. Was it before the watershed? Yeah, but I think it didn't really. I don't. I think I sort of. People sort of just got annoyed. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah, no. Was a lot of people. Very, I got a lot of abuse on Twitter. So much abuse. And the Daily Mail said I was drunk. Were you? Of course not. <laughs> Most people who watch the boat race are, though. Yeah, I mean, all the other people that were there. I was the only one. That's why it was so bad. <laughs> You're like, I need to catch up with these guys. Well, I wrote an article for Time Out, which was in the magazine, about the London Marathon being a nuisance. Brilliant. Because while it, it raises lots of money for charity, which is obviously very worthwhile, it shuts the whole of London down for a weekend that's really annoying. Yeah. And I got loads of abuse for that. Were you being serious? No, it was a comedy article. Yeah, it was just, silly. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, you got, oh my god. Yeah, I got loads of abuse. What's wrong with so people? I feel like us comedians need to steer clear of sporting events. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I d- I, to, to be honest, uh, Sam, I don't think I'm going to have that problem. I think I'm fine. I don't think I'll be I anywhere think, near. No, but I watched some of it. Some because yeah. it, it's long, isn't it? There's yeah. a few races yeah. and things. Um, I thought you made it much more interesting. Oh, that's not interesting with, <laughs> yeah. with the girl like, from Blue Peter she's lovely yeah but she's yeah. sort of very serious it was nice to yeah. have a light hearted side yeah because it is strange that lots of people just turn up to watch some people row it's in bizarre. a river it's extremely bizarre like and if you very, think about it like that people as well yeah extremely and they all bring champagne and privilege. prosecco and things yeah although I have been to the Henley races and that is quite nice I don't know what that is it's just more rowing Oh, God. Um, but I'm glad we covered that. Yeah. Um, Sean Walsh, thank you very much. Thank you. It's like finally over. Well. Yeah, you can clap. I'm going to five guys. <laughs> He's going to five guys. Um, thank you very much to the brilliant Sean Walsh. Nick. Baines Plus One. Thanks for listening to Baines Plus One on iTunes. Don't forget to click subscribe, tell all your friends about the show, and give us a cheeky five star review. You can also follow me on Twitter at Samantha Baines, B A I N E S. And you can listen to the show live every week, Thursdays, 12 till 2 on Hoxton Radio.